Hey everyone, I'm Elizabeth Ann, and I am your pop culture prophet. Well, today on the podcast, we have um, a very special guest, someone that I have known for as long as I can remember, um, someone who has sparked my interest in both pop culture and exploring my faith, and that is my dad. Hi, dad. Hello. Good afternoon. So, um, my dad's official real name, other than dad, is David Nordgren, David Nordgren slash dad. Um... Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, I'm from uh, Greenville, Alabama, and I live there with my beautiful and lively wife, Bess. A.K.A. Mom. Yes. (laughs) And I work in Prattville as a purchasing supply chain manager for our cargo control company. All right, and so today you are here to discuss um, the song Free Will by Rush and how that relates to Christian understanding of free will versus the John Calvin teaching of predestination. And so my first question to you is, um, what qualifies you or why are you an expert in Rush? Well, I've been listening to Rush for about 40 years, and I always encourage others to listen as well. Um, I listen as someone's trying to read and understand poetry to attempt to gain perspective in the hidden meaning of both the words and the sound. And some get it and most don't. And I listen to Rush just about every day, and it helps that it's grown in popularity. You can listen to it now a lot on classic radio. Um, Rush is categorized as progressive rock, but I like to categorize it as intellectual rock. And can you kind of describe your first experience of Rush, just the first time you remember hearing it or what that was like for you? Yeah, so it was um, in 1978. I was 16. And uh, Rush had just released the album 2112. Um, And at the time, you could buy 12 cassette tapes from Parade Magazine. It came in the Sunday paper. And you could buy 12 for one cent, as long as you promised to buy one cassette tape per month full price. I bought the Eagles and Doobie Brothers and Foreigner and Chicago, all kind of feel-good music. And I also bought uh, ACDC and Kiss. I call that teenage angst music, (laughs) (laughs) and Rush 2112, and a few others. I also bought a Walkman. Uh, It's a personal cassette tape player, so I could listen closely and without interruption. Um, When I listened to 2112 the first time, I was stunned and in amazement, as here was a rock and roll band that caused you to think and do research and figure out the hidden meaning not just screaming out the seven, word, seven words over and over again. And when I, when I discovered there were only three band members making all this great music, I was hooked. And uh, I've been to see them five times in concert. And over the last uh, few weeks, all I've been listening to is 2112 by Rush and Give Us Rest by David Crowder Band. It's only two CDs I have in my truck right now. And they both tell a story and uh, each song builds on on the other and they have beautiful instrumentals and words with great meaning 
And the David Crowder Band CD is the one that you stole from me, right? Right. Well, and I'm really enjoying it. It all comes full circle because I'm pr- probably stolen some of your Rush CDs at this point. Right. <clears throat> um, so we're specifically talking about the song Free Will, which is one of the first songs I remember listening to by Rush or you making me listen to right. by Rush. So could you tell us just a little bit about the premise of the song Free Will? So the song Free Will is from the Permanent Waves album released in 1980, and it's about the clear path to life is free will and the freedom to choose your path. And so in Christianity, the teaching um, of free will is crucial to our faith. For those of you that don't know, this is the understanding that while God created every living thing, including humans, God also gave humans free will, meaning we have the freedom and the ability to make every decision in our lives. This is important for a lot of reasons, but mainly because it makes our worship of God and our relationship with God more meaningful because it is one that we decide of on our own. On the other end of the spectrum is the teaching of predestination, something that has also shaped Christianity. The main advocate for this teaching was the theologian John Calvin, and while there are many different aspects and levels of belief with predestination um, on all ends of the spectrum, the overarching theology is that God has already decided who will and will not be saved. There are certain elect, to use Calvin's words, that have been chosen long before creation to have eternal life. All this can be found in his book, Concerning the Eternal Predestination of God, which is just a super casual, fun read, right? Mm -hmm. So the tricky part about both of these teachings is that they both have what seems like biblical support and entire denominations that have formed around them. As far as Rush goes, Dad, how do you see the song Free Will as it relates to your personal understanding of free will within your faith? Within your faith, is there any relation at all? Yeah, I would say so. Um, If you study the lyrics of the song, I notice my Christian faith and song align well. The song speaks about freedom to choose. There's a line in the song that says, if you choose not to choose, you still have made a choice. And you can make your own decisions, not through a quote-unquote ready guide or like the Pharisees. And things are not left to fate like, bad luck or good luck but that we have a free will to speak we have a free will to seek a clear path the theme of the song is speaking against organized religion and that that you can the theme of the song is speaking against organized religion that you can you can change and you don't blame others for your issues choosing a clear path choose freedom overcoming fear Don't compare yourself to others. These are all biblical truths. I definitely think I feel similar with a lot of those themes. Um, Free will definitely speaks to me, especially the line that says, um, you can choose a ready guide and some celestial voice, Mm -hmm. Um, but if you choose to decide, you still have made a choice. I think there's a lot to say about even this conversation we're having about trying to discuss whether we have predestination or free will because we are choosing to have this conversation and to grow our faith. 
Right. I agree with that. And the ready guide is speaking about um, something that's already pre-written down or pre-ordained that you don't really have a choice to choose at anything, that you're just um, a robot going through life. It's hard for our small minds and minimal men understanding of the omnipotence of the Lord to compare and contrast free will versus predestination. As I know I have free will, but the Lord already knows everything, so how, do the, how does that work? Well, we are not omnipotent, so it's hard to understand completely. It reminds me of a story I heard about St. Francis when he was walking on the beach and contemplating the Trinity, the three in one, and how he, he thought that there was no way to explain it, so it must not be true. And then he notices a little boy filling up a seashell with water, from the ocean and pouring, pouring it into a small hole he had dug in the sand. St. Francis asked the boy, What are you doing, young man? The boy said, I'm filling up this hole with the ocean. St. Francis smiled and realized the Lord is the ocean and he was the small hole. So there's no way a small pool of water like St. Francis can comprehend the ocean like the Lord. And St. Francis decided to believe even though he could not explain it. So really, that's why I believe in free will versus predestination. I can't really explain it, um, but I believe in it. Yeah, I agree. I think there's so much in our faith that we can't fully understand, and there's good reason for it. To me, I just think it's so important to look at free will in the aspect of we have it, for a lot of reasons, but I think the most important is because it makes our worship and praise and relationship with God that more meaningful because we're choosing to do it on our own. We're not just robots blindly following our creator. Right. Do you think Rush would agree? I think so. Um, I, I totally think they would, and that's what they're trying to convey there. And... Um, I am glad I have free will like we keep talking about robots. I don't want to just be somebody that's going through the motions and everything is preordained or predestined and I have no control over my destiny and I can choose my own path and I choose that by with the help of the Lord and the Holy Spirit and Jesus through praying and studying the Bible and seeking wise counsel that um, I can add on to the song free will by going deeper into studying the word. Um, I would also encourage our listeners to read the lyrics of, of Free Will and come up with their own interpretation because it's like a poem. Everybody has a different interpretation. Absolutely. Um, there's also another really good Rush song that uh, I keep telling Elizabeth Ann she, she needs to study. <laughs> it's called Trees. Uh, and it's about, that one is about there's two or three different types of species of trees and they all want each other to be like the other one instead of choosing your own your own way but to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. And then the Temples of Syrinx by Rush is really good. And I would encourage our reader, our listeners, to read this poetry and seek deeper meaning and understanding of life. And I think once they do, even if they don't like the music, that they'll be a fan of, 
of the, the lyrics. Even if they think they're playing the guitar too much like I did when I was younger. Exactly. <laughs> Which is the good part. Yeah, it's the best part, I think. Yeah, I think the lyrics are so meaningful and there's so much we can learn. Um, before you share your final word with us, um, how has this... I didn't ask you this question. I just yeah. thought of it. So if you don't like it... That's okay. You don't have to answer. But um, has how has rock and roll or pop culture in general uh, shape, shaped your faith or grown your faith, if it has at all? And do you think it's an important aspect of your understanding of how you fit in this world and in your relationship with God? Well, that is a good question. There was a lot of pressure in the early 80s for in pop culture if you were a quote-unquote Christian to burn all your albums and throw all your t-shirts away that had rock and roll band members like the who or kiss or somebody Mm -hmm. in fact me and my cousin rick we were told that kiss stood for knights and satan's service (laughs) and that we should burn everything because they were from satan but fortunately we didn't listen to them we kept listening to them and others but i think there's a lot of deep meaning uh modern day um rock and roll is like modern day poetry just set to music Mm-hmm. There is deeper meaning in there, um, and like I said earlier, it really it's from the reader or the interpreter of how they want to interpret it. But the really neat thing was in the early '80s, there was a lot of rock and roll bands converting to Christianity. So you had people like Mylon, The Fever, Petra, Striper, mm-hmm. um, and others that Dan, Don Francisco, and others that put their rock and roll faith into action by having uh, really good music. So I feel like it's it's shaped my life just by listening to words and seeking what other people were trying to find through their music. Yeah, that, that's great to hear. Um, do you have any other final words before we um, thank everyone for listening? Yes, here's what I always like to tell my or ask my friends that really believe in predestination. So my final word is... I was predestined to have free will. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, being on my podcast. This felt just like a lot of conversations we've had over the years at dinner in the car or listening to music, but I'm glad that um, other people got to listen in and kind of see how it's done. Yeah, I'm glad you became a Rush fan, even though I had to force it on you riding in the car listening to it. <laughs> it it grew on me. It's definitely it's definitely worth the listen for sure. Yeah, you didn't have the you didn't have the free will to get out of the car though, so you had to listen. Oh man, that's awesome. Yes. I think we have to end with that. checking out this episode of Pop Culture Profit. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date on the latest episodes. For more information about me and this podcast, you can check out my website, popcultureprofit.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, both at Pop Culture Profit. I would love to hear from you, and I hope you'll check out the next episode. Bye!